Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content, so maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jalenta. Hey, Kristen. It has been one week since we lived by Pontstrunk, the Finnish path to relaxation, and you know what that means. It's time for another By the Book mini-episode. Damn straight. Right, it's time for another by the book epilogue. This week, we're looking at the aftermath of living by Pontstrunk, the Finnish path to relaxation by Miska Rantanen. And boy, did we get a lot of letters on this one. That is true. So many thoughts from so many listeners. And let's start with some thoughts about loving this book. Yeah, we'll start with this letter from Brittany. Brittany says, I have a hard time relaxing. Either I feel guilty for being lazy and not working to get something off my to-do list, even if I have been doing that the entire day, or I get bored at doing something that is not that engaging for me but is considered relaxing by others. So I was surprised by how much I liked this episode. While I haven't read the book, I feel the entire concept can be summed up by, it's okay, you're allowed to just get a drink and relax, you deserve and need this. I think what we could all learn from the concept of Ponce Drunk is whenever you feel overwhelmed or stressed, it's perfectly okay to just not do anything productive for a bit to recharge. And that however you do so, 
be it sitting around watching TV in your underwear or going out and spending time with friends and family, it's okay to give yourself permission to do so. Ashley seconded that sentiment. She says, Thank you, all caps, for making me feel like less of a garbage person. Ever since my son was born last year, by the time I make it to the end of the day, it's all I can do to fold laundry and maybe have a glass of wine on my couch. My husband and I have been lamenting the loss of our normal relaxation activities, but I think this book and your review really allowed me to embrace the idea that sometimes just loafing around is okay and can even be good for us. Yay! Yay, I agree. Yes, yay for everybody who just needed permission to relax. I know, Jolenta, that was exactly how you felt totally. when you lived by this book. Totally. I just get so much shit from people who are like, don't you want to, like, read some more? And I was like, I read for work all the time. I'm always reading books. <laughs> like, I don't. I want to let, like, garbage wash over me. And, and that's I don't fine. need any judgment because that's, that's how I recharge. And recharging is real. Yes, yes. I really like this letter from Amanda. Amanda says, One thing that's easy to skip with Ponce Drunk is how important the concept of quiet, relaxing time is for kids as well. We obviously don't give our kids booze, but we have had a routine that incorporates the concept for a long time. Every Friday, we order in pizza for dinner. After dinner, we put on our PJs and watch a family movie. My husband and I get to pick, so we have watched a ton of classics from our childhood. We have an old-school popcorn popper, a no-cell-phone rule, and just spend the time together relaxing. We started this about six months ago, and all four of us love it. It's my favorite night of the week, and the kids count down to it starting on Monday. Oh, my God. That sounds Amanda, so fun. I love that. I did that growing up, actually. We called it Pizza Movie Night on oh, Friday. Oh, love it. Yeah. Well, We'd always get pizza and watch a movie, and we did that for years when I was a kid, like years growing up. I love it. Well, I have to say we did it, too. The parents weren't there, though. The parents would mm -hmm. go on a date night, and they would pick Aww. up pizzas. They would put the pizzas just down on the floor in the living room with some paper napkins yes. and then a rented VHS player. They oh. would rent a VHS the player. Whole player? They, yep, they'd oh. rent a player and two videos. And we would do that every Friday night. And sometimes yes. they'd be out pretty late on the date. And then we would rewatch the same movie over yes. and over again. Yes. Yes. Loved it. Oh, there's I nothing. That. I miss going to like Hollywood video and like browsing the shelves and being like, what are we going to watch for pizza movie night? I loved it. Oh, Although, the fucking I, best. I feel like I have to confess something here mm -hmm. since you brought up Hollywood video. Uh oh. Were you a blockbuster family? At one point from Hollywood Video, mm -hmm. I rented one of their VHS players. Mm -hmm. You never brought it back? I brought it back like three years later. I And I felt so yeah. bad about it. I felt horrible about it. And I don't know. There might be a warrant out for me somewhere. I kept, I kept a VHS of a Katherine Hepburn movie from a, from a blockbuster that was far away from our house. And by the time I realized it, all of the blockbusters had been shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Oh. Now that we're done talking about VHS tapes, let's get back to Pants Drunk. <laughs> yes. All right. There were some folks who didn't love the book. For example, Alyssa wrote, I personally think that Pants Drunk wasn't really much of a self-help book. I feel like relaxing on winding at the end of the day in a way that makes you feel good is not really new advice. Yeah, I agree. But also, I feel like it's advice we constantly need to repackage to remind ourselves to fucking relax. Oh, yeah, because you know so I mean? much of the self-help industry is preaching, be more productive, do yeah. more, maximize your Hack time. your life so you never sleep and do everything and, like, run a startup. Wake up six hours earlier than usual so you can produce twice as much work in the first three hours of your day than you would if you worked a normal day. All those things. Agreed. So, yeah, while it is stating the obvious and it's not new, 
apparently we love being reminded. (laughs) We had other listeners, though, who had a completely different view that basically this book is unhealthy and not stating the obvious, but stating the unhealthy. (laughs) Ashley, a different Ashley, says... The book sounds like a justification for couch potatoism and tech-induced isolation. Americans are pretty darn good at that already and probably don't need a book encouraging it. Mm. I agree, but also want a book encouraging it. (laughs) Like, I agree that, like, yeah, we probably spend too much time on our devices and watching TV, but also I want someone to tell me to do the things I'm already doing because then I feel right. Yeah, I think one thing that's really interesting about the book and our devices, the book says don't do any work on your phone. And Mm -hmm. I do think that a lot of people, when they're couch potatoing and the TV's on, they're actually answering work emails. I was going to say, they're still emailing. Yeah, if you're like me, you just keep on working and working and working. So maybe it's good to have a reminder that if you're going to couch potato, you don't have to work while you're doing Mm -hmm. the couch potato. Right, because I think there is a time and a place for couch potatoism. Mm Mm-hmm. Along the lines of health, we got a lot of emails from listeners talking about the alcohol component of Pants Drunk. Yes. Kate, for example, wrote in saying, While I never read this book, I found the overall premise of Pants Drunk quite concerning and unhealthy for a few reasons. On a population level, as a physician, I see lots of patients with alcohol-related problems or on the pathway toward having a problem. Normalizing drinking alone while actively avoiding meaningful social interaction would be a dangerous path for many people. In fact, it's probably only useful advice for a very tiny proportion of the population who find it hard to wind down at all. But even then, why does alcohol have to be part of the conversation at all? On a personal level, juggling working basically full-time in a high-pressure job, running a business, and being a mom to a busy toddler has seen me fall into this pattern of evening wine Instagram PJs far more than I'd like at times. And rather than rejuvenated, I have just gained weight and feel lonely and crappy. Yikes. Dr. Kate, you know, Several people mm-hmm. wrote in saying similar things, Dr. Kate. So is it okay if I call you Dr. Kate? You're I a doctor. You're okay with that, Dr. Kate. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I think as with the use of any chemical, whether mm-hmm. it's caffeine or alcohol or anything else that is legal and socially acceptable, it can be overdone. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, the book makes very clear, don't do this every night of the week. Don't get totally loaded. Please, no matter what you do, if you're having any challenges or issues, don't drink alcohol. Um, right. There are lots of warnings. And I think we made that pretty clear in the episode. Yeah. Yeah, there are lots of warnings. But but just the fact that drunk is in the name, you know, does yes. imply that, like, alcohol is often used during the process, most often. Yes. And is definitely encouraging it a bit. And, like, inexorably tying it to relaxation in a way that is probably not healthy. Yeah. But— What's also super interesting is that we had a lot of listeners write in with the complete opposite reaction to the alcohol component. Casely says, Kristen, I appreciate that you noted how comments you heard from family members about drinking alone shaped your attitude a bit. But honestly, having a drink alone does not make you an alcoholic, nor does it mean you'll descend into madness. Consuming one drink in an effort to mindfully decompress is not the same thing as drinking home alone all day. By this thought process, people who live alone wouldn't be able to have a glass of wine with dinner. Plus, introverts like me and Jalenta would be required to socialize in order to pants drunk. Scoffing at how irresponsible and sad it is for someone to drink alone is a little unfair coming from a married extrovert. Being alone is something Kristen has to actively choose, while for others, it's a default, by choice or otherwise. 
Mm. Well, I will say this. Um, it might be the generation or the part of the world that I was brought up in and where Dean was brought up. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of education about mm-hmm. alcoholism. Yeah. And the one thing that they really drilled into us over and over again at home, at school, at church, ABC after school specials, mm-hmm. all of them repeatedly, the first sign of alcoholism is drinking alone. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I got, like, the tail end of that growing up. Yes. I feel like it was in a lot of sort of, like, family and children-oriented sitcoms, even. Oh, like, yes. when they'd have, like, the one dark episode where someone's almost an alcoholic for 27 minutes, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, I will say that, again, that might be generational or regional, but it was a message that Dean and I heard a mm-hmm. lot yeah. growing up. And so, drinking was something that we were told to partake in socially. Here's another take on alcohol in the book that we got from Lise. I think the book's approach to alcohol is partially Finnish culture and also, honestly, partly continental European culture in general. I'm Belgian, and I've been drinking beer since I was 12. It was very normal to go out with friends and have some beers at 14. I think it creates a culture where moderate drinking is a very normal thing, but excessive drinking doesn't tend to happen as much as it does, for example, in the U.K., It's considered a pretty normal and a value-neutral thing to do, especially in the evenings. And especially once you're past, say, 16, it doesn't really involve getting super wasted for most people. Yeah, I mean, I'll actually say this about New Zealand, too, Mm -hmm. where Dean grew up. Dean also said it was very value-neutral. He said said that drinking alone in the dark at home was still not considered cool. But drinking from a very young age culturally, it was Mm -hmm. just part of the culture. Right. And I think having grown up an American teenager, the the no alcohol until you are 21, until like past the age at which you can vote, it makes it such a forbidden fruit. And I'm just going to binge drink right. as soon as I can. Well, and like your opportunities to drink might be rare, so you overdo it. Like there's just, there's not a lot of time for trial and error mm-hmm. unless yeah. you're doing it illegally underage and like probably binge drinking. Yeah. At least Where, I was. Whereas um, people like Lise who wrote in or Dean growing up, you're having mm-hmm. a glass of wine with dinner. They learned to have a relationship with it that's far different from ours. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but when we're back, we'll talk about introverts versus extroverts. And we'll discuss whether we should be worried about Kristen or not. Jolenta, you and I are so fortunate that we've been able to see counselors over the years when we need to. But for a lot of people, it feels that there's an obstacle to counseling. Can I get to the counselor, the time commitment, the money commitment? And for all of the folks out there facing those obstacles, there is BetterHelp online counseling that can help you. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. With BetterHelp, you can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment and get help at your own time and at your own pace. And of course, anything you share is confidential. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And by the book listeners, even get 10% off your first month with the discount code BTB. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash BTB. Then simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash BTB. I love being on my couch, as we know, from the pants drunking. And you know what kind of couch is the best couch to pants drunk on? Oh, I know. 
Because we're talking about Burrow. Burrow sofas are super comfortable and come with a built-in USB charger, so you never have to get up once you settle in. Perfect for pants drunk. Hello. Charge your device while your pants drunk. Yes, and their soft yet long-lasting foam cushions are ideal for TV binging or finishing a good book, maybe a buy-the-book book. Mmm, I love it. Burrow also offers a line of pillows and throws ethically manufactured with fair trade and good weave certification to take your comfort to the next level. There's nothing I love more than curling up on my burrow couch and curling up in a burrow throw. Order your own burrow sofa today and take $75 off by visiting burrow.com slash buy the book. That is $75 off. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash buy the book for $75 off your order. Burrow dot com slash buy the book. Welcome back to the Pants Drunk mini episode. Yay! Let's talk about being alone. Alexandria had this to say about being alone. Regarding Kristen's experience with the book. Am I the only one who thinks it's maybe a bit worrisome if one cannot spend any amount of time alone with a small amount of alcohol and the goal of letting their mind wander? Shouldn't all humans be able to spend time alone not working and just unwinding without it turning to darkness? Oh, I can unwind with the best of them. Mm -hmm. I absolutely can. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Jolenta knows that. Any friends who are used to grabbing a drink after work or going on a walk with me. um, I unwind, but the way I unwind isn't the way a pants drunk practitioner Mm -hmm. would normally unwind. I just unwind in a different way. That's all. That's true. Yeah, and I can be alone, but I mean— This gets to the next letter, actually. Wendy says, Sounds like Kristen is struggling with the contrast between working in an office and working home alone. I'm a bit of an introvert in the same way Jolenta is, while having an outwardly outgoing personality. Is there a word for that? When I worked in an office, I kept my door closed all the time and tried to avoid people. But it was still hard for me to adjust to working from home. It gets better, Kristen. Yeah. I think that is a lot of what Kristen was dealing with. It was was our first book we lived by when you were fully not employed, right? Yes. Fully, completely at home. And Dean was most nights not getting home until Mm -hmm. after midnight. Right. Or like traveling or something. I remember he was like gone a lot. So you were just alone all day working and then alone all night. (laughs) Yes. And I would try to occasionally go to coffee shops and so on. But I wasn't having meaningful interactions in those coffee shops. I mean, the barista probably was sick of me. I'd go up and say, can I have a refill of hot water? I do that And by the way, how was your night last night? And there's other customers behind me. It's like, no. Now that I work from home, I am like way too talkative with Every person I see in my neighborhood. And I, I'll be at the coffee shop, like, asking a woman next to me about her baby in line. And I'm like, why am I bothering this poor woman? I am just lonely. Yes. And asking how old this baby is, like, for some human interaction. Yes, yes. And so, I mean, I just think that under those circumstances, it made it even harder for me right. to sit at home alone and drink. And, you know, I also – I prefer to drink with others anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not that I can't be alone but it's tougher to be alone when you're alone for— When you're alone all the fucking time. All the time, yes. Yeah. I was talking to Brad, actually, the other night, and he said the same thing about Pants Drunk, where he was like, it's not for you or Kristen anymore. (laughs) He's like, Pants Drunk is for me, someone who, like, had a 12-hour workday and wants to, like, immediately take off their pants and have a beer. He's like, you, like, can work with no pants on. (laughs) Anyway— 
But I think a lot of this is getting to the difference between introverts and extroverts. And Mm. boy, did we hear from a lot of you listeners who identify strongly with one or the other. For example, Shelby says, I'm with Kristen. I'm an extroverted person and get super sad when I drink alone. I thought I was weird for not being able to relax with booze by myself, but it turns out I'm not alone. Now, who wants to have a drink with me? Shelby, I do. I do. We do. Yes. I'll have a drink with you and then go recharge later. (laughs) We also heard from Wendy, who says, Pan's Drunk is the first book I actually purchased immediately after hearing the episode. I'm an introvert, and so is my wife. Though we don't have many friends and live in a rural area about 45 minutes in any direction to a town offering more than a Walmart, we often feel guilt for staying in and basically being pants drunk. My work involves a high level of socializing, and I'm often dodging invites for weekend dog birthdays and happy hours. After my commute, putting in my hours at work, engaging with my kids, dealing with the daily stress of having special needs pets and a child on the spectrum, I'm exhausted by the time I get home and just want to relax with a glass of wine and either reading a book or playing a game on my phone. Snaps to the introverts out there. Hey, snap, uh, snap, snap, snap. Uh, phone snap. games are my best friend. I'm not allowed to play them. There's not a time where I am making a poo and not playing a game on the toilet. No, I have an addiction problem with phone games. So Do you? There is a house rule. I'm Uh-oh. not allowed. Not yeah. allowed. I've been playing Two Dots for years oh, now. Oh, that got taken away from me. Did it? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's It's a very meaningful game in my life. All right, let's hear from another introvert who has some empathy for the extroverts out there. What? Joe writes, It's nice to have a self-help book that seems perfect for introverts as we are an underserved population, but it seems as though Pants Drunk should have a health warning for extroverts. I think there might be a connection between the pleasure of introversion and Finland in the Pants Drunk episode. Sarah Kane's Quiet had this comment in the introduction. Quote, Finland is a famously introverted nation. Here's a Finnish joke. How can you tell if a Finn likes you? He's staring at your shoes instead of his own. I love that. I love that joke. Why do I not live in Finland? (laughs) It reminds me of my favorite Minnesota joke, which I think I've Mm -hmm. said on the show before. Did you hear about the Minnesotan who loved his wife so much he almost told her? Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I've said this joke on the show before. I I have, but it's my favorite joke. It's my favorite joke. Well, here's Stella, who's an ambivert. She says, this episode gave me all the feels. First, I love to hear about how people relax. This is such an intimate detail about people we rarely get to hear about. Like we know about people's romantic situations or social times much more than we know about how individuals like to chill. This episode also turned into an interesting discussion about extroverts versus introverts. I always considered myself an ambivert. I need both alone time and social time or else I just feel mad. Hmm. I'm Stella, guessing... are you actually my partner Brad writing in? Because that's <laughs> always what he says, where it's like, you know, being out with people gives him life, but he very much values his his time to decompress and read and ignore everyone. Mm. I'm mostly like out time with people, but as you know, I even even me, the extrovert that I am, you know I always have a time limit on it. I know. You know I've started trying to copy that. Oh, good. Because it is genius. The 75-minute rule it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Then you can go to like six parties in a night if you want to, or you can give up after two. Yeah. And then just go home. And if you're you, you can pond drunk or you can do whatever you want to mm-hmm. after that. I also like just exploring how people relax because Stella's right. We don't talk about it as much as we talk about like productivity. Yeah. Like how do you life hack? Yeah. Well, 
We have to take another quick break. To relax. Yes. <laughs> but when we come back, we'll answer a question about Ponce Drunk we received from many listeners. And, of course, we'll announce next week's book. Hey, By the Book listeners, we want to tell you about a really great podcast right here on Stitcher called First Day Back. You're going to want to make room in your podcast app for this one. First Day Back is all about people coming back from the hardest experiences of their lives. Last season was about Lucy and her life after serving a prison sentence for shooting her own husband. It was incredibly intense. You can go back and listen to that season to get a sense of how well-researched and how well-made this show is. It's had rave reviews from places like The Guardian. But we want to tell you about their new season. Documentarian Talia Bacassis is telling the story of a comedian who died on stage. I mean, really died. His heart stopped for five minutes. And what happened next? Go find First Day Back in your podcast app now and give it a listen. And be sure you subscribe so you won't miss an episode. All right, we are back. And we have a question that we received from several listeners out there. What is yes. it, Jolenta? Well, here's the big pants drunk question. Candace writes, Okay, as a writer... I want to know how the heck the author of the Pants Drunk book got a book deal. Seriously. The concept is so ridiculous. It's what probably half of the population does every night anyway. Perhaps I should get working on my book about showering and getting dressed. Kind of a sequel. Smiley face. (laughs) Candace. Yes. A lot of people wrote in and said, is this a joke? Is this a satire? Yeah. Is this a real, is this a pamphlet? Also, how is it even a full book? Yes. Yes. We got a lot of questions like that. And fortunately, we got a great answer from a real Finnish person. Thank you, real Finnish people. Yes. And we are going to apologize because we might not be pronouncing your name right. Rina, I think. R-I-I-N-A. Rina? Rina? Rina is what I would say, but I also just make up my own pronunciations for things. (laughs) Well, Rina, you wrote, we actually do use the term ponce drunk and finish, but in a joking manner. Nobody here thinks it's healthy or cool. For example, just last weekend, my friend asked about a party if we should dress nice or prepare to get ponce drunk. To us, it's just something we sad and depressed people of the North do because we don't like to dress fancy. I love that. That is a fun perspective on so the term. So basically, it's like saying garbage person. <laughs> no wonder I like nobody, this book. We were living by the garbage person Nobody book. is a garbage person here at By the Book Headquarters. But it's a joking nobody term is. of endearment almost. It's a joking term of endearment, but I do think it was trying to get to something that is real, which is, in a way, it may be a satire, but in a way, it may have also been a commentary on what other self-help books are. Mm, and mm-hmm. and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Sometimes we no, have I to— No, I like it. Where yeah. it's like, hey, instead of being productive, like, here is a guide for you to chill the fuck out. Yeah. And you might recall The Little Book of Hoga. Some people also wondered, is that a joke book? It also mm-hmm. was a very slim volume that yeah. would fit in your pocket. They're very, like, illustration-heavy and, mm-hmm. like, quirky, drawing-heavy. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's not valuable. And Jolenta, mm-hmm. you definitely got something out of Living by Pond oh, totally. And so did a lot of our listeners just yeah. from listening to us live by it. So 
Huge thanks to everybody who wrote in this week, shared their stories, their experiences, their thoughts, and especially huge thanks to everyone in Finland who wrote in. And we need to get our phone line up and running again because I'd I love know. to hear all those I accents. I want to hear people calling in. Yes, yeah. yes. We're, we're working on it, folks. We are. We're uh, getting some help from our friends here at our new Stitcher headquarters. So that will be happening in the coming weeks. All right. It's time now. Ooh. Enough pants drunk. It is time that we introduce next week's book. Our, Our next book, book is Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert. Will I learn how to cut Kristen in half with my trusty assistant because I will be a magician? Will I learn how to pull a handkerchief out of Jolenta's foot? Listen next week to find out. Huge thanks to our production team at Stitcher, the great Nora Ritchie, the talented Jared O'Connell, the magical Casey Holford. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos, who perform it. Reminder, don't forget to reach out to us. You can write to us about the book we're living by. Tell us what books to live by. Just tell us how much you love us. Uh, You can reach us at kristinangelenta at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, and at By the Book Pod. Also, we have Instagram, oh, at yes. By the Book Pod. Yes. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now I was trying to think of a good joke Here, about, I'll- like, people from Portland, but <laughs> my only joke is, like, umbrellas are for wimps. <laughs> <laughs> Which you've also said on the show. Have I? Oh, yeah. No one uses umbrellas in Oregon. <laughs> it's our unspoken rule. Stitcher. Whatever struggles you're facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient, and you can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is obviously completely confidential. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Buy the Book listeners even get 10% off your first month with the discount code BTB. So why not get started? Simply go to betterhelp.com BTB and fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor you'll love today. Hey, By the Book listeners, we know that you like to laugh, and we know that you also like content that makes you smarter, and that's why we are telling you all about the new podcast, Let's Get Civical. Hosted by comedian Lizzie Stewart and a former campaign staffer and political strategist, Arden Wallentowski, Let's Get Civical is the podcast that introduces you to the basic topics of American politics and government, but in a fun, accessible way. Their first four episodes are available wherever you get your podcasts, including one on the history of political parties with me, Jolenta Greenberg. So check out Let's Get Civical. Hit them up on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. And let's just get civical. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. 
So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.